like I said yesterday during the homily and uh, on Tuesday, Tuesday, yesterday, today, and actually tomorrow, and I, uh, I don't know if, how, how much longer we'll have from the Book of Maccabees, but on Tuesday we heard of Eleazar, this old man who's uh, probably in his 90s, I think it says it's in his 90s, and, and they're prodding him, go ahead and break the law, break the Jewish law, go ahead and bring some meat to the sacrifice and eat, eat that meat in such a way that you can, you can pretend you're following the king's commands, the false king, a Greek king. Go ahead and, and do it. And, and Eleazar responds, at my old age, that I'm going to give scandal to the youth for, for a brief moment of life. And he goes to his death because it says they, they rose in fury against him. And yesterday with the, the story of this, well, we only heard about the one son, but all seven sons of this, this poor woman uh, go to their death, and there's a fury that raises against them for, for holding fast to their law. And today we have Mattathias, who is sick of it. And so he starts a war. And we might look at that and we say, well, oh, how horrible. Our modern sensibilities, war is always to be avoided, death is always to be avoided. Yes, we should not go around killing people. I'm not saying we should. But there's some times where the right decision is to raise a fuss. And again, I'm not, it needs to be balanced. We can't go out and just hurt people. I'm not, I'm not condoning violence in any way, shape, or form, but sometimes civil disobedience is absolutely the right decision. Now, maybe Mattathias took it a little too far by killing these two people, but he certainly was zealous. And we might look at that and say, well, he's certainly not extending that peace. You know, the king just wanted peace. He wanted everyone to have the one religion, one, one set of customs, one set of uh, uh, language, maybe one set of dress. That when the men went to the gymnasium, I shared this yesterday, and thank God none of the kids picked up on it, but when they went to the gymnasium, they would, in Greek custom, they would go naked and they would cover up the marks of their circumcision, and that was all fine, because that, we, we all look the same. We all act the same. We all believe this, well, not really, but we act like we believe the same thing. And so we'll give our pinch of incense, and we'll eat that bit of pork, and we'll do whatever it takes to extend our life in this world, except for those that know that God's law takes precedent. And the world looks at them and says, you're the ones causing the discord, you're the ones causing the war, you're the ones causing all this violence. If we you want an example of that, I'm not saying he's guilty or not guilty or whatever, but look at the Kyle Rittenhouse case, a young man who, by all rights, had the right to be where he was. It was extended family's property. They came with violence, seeking to do violence against the, the property and against him, and he defended himself, and now he's on trial. It's horrible. He shouldn't have been there, but the rioter shouldn't have been there either. But they're looking at him as the one who caused the problem. 
Well, maybe the rioters had something to do with that too. If you remember, they were called the mostly peaceful protest. And Jesus today tells us, if you knew what made for peace, if you knew what made for peace, and, and there's this sense of, if, if you knew what made for peace, you would have been reconciled to the one who gives you peace a long time ago. But now it's hidden from your eyes, and you, you, don't, you don't see it. And because you don't see it, there's going to be great violence against you. And of course, this is a prophecy of uh, 70 A.D., when the Romans come in, they destroy the temple. They utterly level it. Not one stone of the temple building was left upon another. Not one. In fact, well, it was there in, in, in 97. If you go, you can see this, there are stones upon stones, but they're tumbled down to the ground some 30, 40, 50 feet from where they, uh, the, the altar, or the uh, temple platform on which they were built. Destroyed. Because they didn't understand what makes for peace. Peace is not in one religion, a, a, a new world religion or whatever. Peace is not found in, in just acquiescing to the government. Peace is not found. Peace is found in God and following God. And I hate to say it, but I think the time is coming for us to remember where we're going to need to remember that. Where peace comes from God alone, not from our government. And what are we willing to do to give up in order to have what this world promises as peace that will never last?